Bidzy Small Business Society number 195. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Hey guys, quick message to let you know I've teamed up with Audible and I wanted to give you the opportunity to try their platform free for 30 days. And along with that 30-day free trial is a free audiobook download from a library of over 180,000 titles. I recently listened to Tim Ferriss's 4-Hour Workweek and you'll find other audiobooks from great entrepreneurs like Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, Robert Kiyosaki, as well as tons of other nonfiction and fiction authors. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy, B-I-D-S-Y. Try it free for 30 days. There's no obligation. You've got nothing to lose and a free audiobook download to gain. That's at audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Welcome to another episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today I am chatting with Allison Beers. Allison is the owner and founder at Events North, a company that specializes in corporate and nonprofit meeting and event management services. Allison and her team pride themselves on striving for zero waste, ensuring that her clients' events have a huge impact on their guests and as little impact as possible on the environment. Her business resume and accolades are far too long to list here. But I will mention that Connect Magazine recently named Allison to the top 40 under 40 in her industry. You can see everything she's done at eventsnorth.com. Big welcome, Allison. Can you first tell us more about yourself, then about what projects you're working on today? Sure. Thank you. I am... I am lucky enough that I started my business about eight years ago, so we are... um, you know, in full running force motion. Um, Over the hump, right? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I made it to the hump, right? I love what I, I do every day. I've been planning meetings and events since I was in second grade, and I'm um, about to hit my 40s pretty soon. Um, I, I'm blessed to live in beautiful Traverse City, Michigan, but work all over the state of Michigan. And uh, married my best friend who I met in college, and we have two beautiful children. All right. Yeah, sounds awesome. Now, I want you to take us back. I want you to tell us what was happening around you that you saw as an opportunity to leave the comfort and security of the big agency or agencies you were working at and go out on your own, Allison. Sure. So I had the pleasure of working for two of the world's largest meeting and event planning agencies when I lived on the East Coast in Philadelphia. I gained a lot of experience that... um, Help me figure out what I liked about the large corporate setting, but also things I didn't like about the large corporate setting. I moved back to Traverse City um, in Michigan. Uh, I'm a Michigan native, but Detroit suburb. It was my husband's from here. And we came back here in 2005, and I worked for um, a small giant in the industry. They're an amazing incentive planning company. Um, 
And I knew I wanted to start my own business eventually. I missed that connection to my community and giving back to my community. And so I left the, the small giant and went to work for a local marketing firm. And a local marketing firm was really excited about my enthusiasm, about getting involved in the community and doing things and making a difference locally. And um, I went on maternity leave. And when I came back, we were in the middle of a recession. And I was back to work for about a month and a half. And um, they had to let me go, unfortunately. My job was eliminated. And, you know, here's my amazing banker husband, no less. He's a banker. Tells me, well, how about now? (laughs) <laughs> so I launched my business in the middle of a recession <laughs> uh, with, with one client, um, and, and we've grown from there. And we have turned a profit every year and have continued to grow to um, three full-time employees and about 22 part-time employees. Wow, congrats on that. And it can all your business and sort of the events can almost be seen as a luxury item. So this is a little bit risky, absolutely, in the middle yeah. of a recession, right? <laughs> like can you talk to that a little bit or tell me about it. So we always say, you know, I, I joke that you know the economy is doing well when meeting and event planners are gainfully employed. Uh, we are the first <laughs> things the chopping block where they go, Oh, let's just have a conference call or we don't need to get, you know, potential clients together for a meeting. Um, so yeah, we are the first ones on the chopping block. And, and if not, it's the budgets that are being cut. And the one thing we didn't see a large bounce back from are the large corporate um, holiday parties that used to take place. Not a lot of those have come back, which is just fine because we close for two weeks around the holidays to spend time with family. Yeah. You can have your own private events, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So take us back to 2008 then. What did you guys do to really gain some traction and connect with your clients and grow your audience and really grow your business? Like you said, it's been year over year profits, but what did you guys do in those early days? We uh, we really focused on making sure that we gave our clients 100% all of the time. Um, I don't advertise. My best advertisement is doing an amazing job. And having our clients either come back to us or tell other people. A lot of our long-standing clients have been with us for seven or eight years um, and have been some of our favorite clients to work with because they've been with us from the ground up and have seen us grow. And we continue to um, never rest on our laurels and never say that, well, that was good enough. We'll repeat the same thing. After every meeting and event, we always sit down and go, what could we do better? How can we engage the audience? What's new and different that we want to always make sure that our clients are at the cutting edge of what's what's being done in the meeting and event world? Yeah, awesome. And obviously having those referrals, those are your marketing ambassadors out there free of charge, right? <laughs> right, right. Let's go back just a second here. You also said that uh, – there were some things you didn't like about the corporate agencies, and there were some things you wanted to change, which sort of was a, a li- at least a little bit of a catalyst. What were some of those things that you didn't like or that you see saw that needed a change and sort of prompted you to launch? Yes, this is the hugest part of why I love being a business owner. Um, I'm a young mom. I've got two kids that are eight and five, and I saw women having to, and fathers, having to... Um, you know, figure out and scramble when kids were sick. And if there's a snow day, what are you going to do? And being on call 24 seven, um, I always say we are planning meetings and events. We're not curing cancer. So, um, 
I think it's important to be a family member first. We have unlimited sick time here, and that includes taking care of your family. We close for two weeks during the holidays, so all of us can travel and not use up vacation time, um, and that's paid to go spend time with families. Um, I always say never miss a, uh, a holiday party or a school field trip. Our kids are only little for so long, and um, I don't ever want our team to miss things. In addition to that, when there's an event, we have to be on site. So if we can tell our kids, hey, remember I was at your 42 parties this past year, but I've got to miss this one thing <laughs> because literally our client picked this day for the event because that happens. And then when we have an event, then our spouses or our significant others can stay home with the kids because we've already you know, done what we need to do. And this is the day that we have an event. So it's those little things that really made a part of our, our culture that we um, take care of people first. It's, it's about being human and connecting that. Yep. Yeah, no, sounds great. Sounds like I was going to say building a great culture at uh, Events North. So this is the type of thing that you didn't really see happening. Did the corporate agencies sort of see it more as a, a piece of data and just, uh, you know, the customers is more of a number? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and, and even so, it's, it's, um, it's that availability of after 5 o'clock, feel free to email me and I'll email you back. And, and I didn't want that. When we leave at 5 o'clock, we don't email our clients back or accept phone calls unless their event is the next day. And literally, it's major details. But I expect when everyone leaves here that they, um, and including myself, that we're just connected and we are with our family or going to the gym or going for a walk or um, taking time for ourselves. And I didn't really see that. I, I felt um, pressured to always be available and always be on and be ready for our clients and for um, my bosses, my past bosses. Yeah, obviously there's a balance if you have a job, but also if you're an entre entrepreneur like Allison, you need to find that balance too. So you're enjoying success, but it likely wasn't always that way, Allison. I want you to tell us about your biggest challenge in business or otherwise, but what sticks out in your mind is your biggest challenge. And I'm looking for a couple of the actionable steps that you took to really embrace and overcome that challenge. So the biggest challenges I found were um, in year four, when, um, as I talk about unplugging and being present, um, I found a time where the kids went to bed and where I had one then, the kid went to bed and I proceeded to then continue to work and get things done because I had to get it done. It was finding that cusp of all of a sudden when it was safe to hire my first employee and when I felt comfortable, because I had been laid off, I was even more um, hypersensitive to, I never wanted someone to be in that position of, oh my gosh, I've just been laid off because the business isn't there. Um, I never wanted that to be weighing on me. I wanted to feel very comfortable that my employees would be gainfully employed and not have to worry about their job being threatened. So it was that, that cusp of overworking myself and taking on so much um, that I finally felt comfortable looking at the forecasted budget of what's coming up and all of the clients we had that I said, okay, I'm going to take a, a pay cut, but I need help or else we can't continue to grow. So it was looking at that and saying, this pay cut's temporary. And what that did is by the time I hired that full-time person within three months, I was already making up that lost salary and getting back to where I was. You know, the hard part was, was taking that cut after not making a great living for a couple years, getting been business launched. Yes, we turned a profit, but it wasn't a salary I was used to. Um, so taking that cut was the risk that was huge on our family to go, well, we'll see if this works. And it worked. And it's worked every time tenfold. 
Now, I got to say, Allison, you are obviously, uh, you know, got to be a type A, um, go for the throat business person to some degree. <laughs> but look, like you, it sounds like you've got a really soft heart here because the first thing, and I might be picking this up the wrong way, but you were reticent to hire because you didn't want to disappoint that first employee. Is that right? Right. But also our clients. Like you didn't want to dis- disappoint that first employee by not having to work for him, right? Right. Right. I didn't want to say a year later, oh, just kidding. If I keep you, I'm <laughs> making, you know, $8 this year. So um, I, I was really, really hesitant, but I also recognized that balance of, you know, talking to my husband and walking him through and saying, listen, if I don't hire this employee, the clients we currently have will not be back because I cannot get this work done in a reasonable amount of time and still be normal. And luckily he was quick to recognize, yeah, you can't be crazy. There's, <laughs> there's only a certain level of crazy that goes along with this. So, <laughs> and obviously doing a good job for your clients. Yeah, you're creating those marketing ambassadors like we talked about before. Now, you talked about some of the rewards that your employees and some of your clients are seeing, but I want you to talk about some of your rewards. Why is it so great to be Allison Beers? Oh, I um I honestly joke that I am waiting to like break a limb or something. I feel, <laughs> I feel way too lucky to get to do what we do. Even our whole office, we always say, I can't believe people pay us to have this much fun. I love digging <laughs> in and, and trying to find ways to connect with people and make events meaningful. So it's not just your regular old networking event or another cocktail party or your plain old meeting. Um, I'm, I'm genuinely a happy person. I love what I do. I love giving 100%. Um, yeah, that is that, that in a nutshell, I just, I love what I do every day. I, I, everyone should be so lucky to love what they do every single day. Can absolutely hear it in your voice. Now you said you're striving to, you know, create the you know biggest impact with your events. Talk about, um, the importance of minimizing the environmental impact. Like I talked about in the introduction, I know this is a big part of your message, Allison, right? Yeah. So we work with all of our clients. I'm so thankful every day that uh, um, another amazing small business at Bay Area Recycling for Charities opened up about the same time I did. At the time, we were doing all of the film festival special events for Traverse City Film Festival. We, the first year, had a dumpster full of garbage. And I just thought there's got to be a better way. And simultaneously, Bay Area Recycling, or Bark for short, opens up, and literally we had a bag of garbage, um, one small bag of garbage that first year, and we realized how easy it was and how affordable it was, and it, it went into the planning. So what kind of plates are we using? Where is the compost going? Um, what kind of glassware are we using? Is it compostable? It was small little steps that just working with a great partner made it easy and a no-brainer for us to be um, good stewards of our environment. Awesome. Big impact on your guests, low impact on the environment. Great stuff. Now, let's get back to your clients. I want to ask what's been most effective in really engaging with and growing your audience or your client base. Can you take us back to maybe those early days and help us understand what it takes to gain that initial traction out there in a crowded and noisy marketing and social media landscape, Allison? Sure. So when we got started, um, social media was pretty quiet still. I think there might have been MySpace, maybe Facebook. <laughs> I remember we got started. MySpace. <laughs> um, right. So there wasn't much noise in that in that level. Really, it was a matter of boots on the ground, volunteering our time um, on different community events, so that people could say, "Oh, she comes to a committee." She does what she says she's going to do and does a really good job of it. And then making sure that I was there 
um, being recognized as, oh, it was Events North that put this together. Oh, it was Allison Beers that worked on this event. So it was really important for me to continue to connect with our community um, and also statewide. You know, we work all over the state of Michigan, but my hometown had to be the place where the people understood what I did the best. So I volunteered a lot. I was out networking. I followed up with, I'm a handwritten thank you note person, uh, followed up with notes and, and made sure to reach out to everyone um, and let them know, hey, it was great meeting you and good follow up. Yeah, I mean, that networking is so important. And I'm telling you guys, her list of business accolades and community involvement is huge. And you can find that again at eventsnorth.com. Now, I want you to talk a little bit about your social media strategy or weave this into your social media strategy. What will be the dominant social media platform in the next 12 to 24 months and why? So we always try to keep up with this, but we're a small business and we find the struggle of, um, you know, how do we, how do we take it all in and figure out what we're doing? Um, I gainfully employ an amazing millennial and she is part of our social media strategy. Um, she helps schedule our posts. We make sure that they're engaging and also informative that we are, um, not only, just patting ourselves in the back of saying, look at this great event we did, but we're also um, highlighting great articles and resources and tools for people about our industry, elevating our industry, not just to, um, we're party planners, that people understand and make making sure and realizing this is a marketing-based industry and this is, um, it's not just party planning. So always taking ourselves seriously um, when we explain in social media what we're doing. As far as social media platform, we still heavily use Facebook, um, but we're also really getting into Instagram because it's so image-based uh, and shows what we do. Yeah, it's not, like you said, it's not just party planning. This has so much to do with a company's branding, these events, right? Correct. Correct. Everything that takes place at the event reflects back upon the business. At the end of the day, we are transparent. Uh, the attendees typically don't know we're there. They think it's just XYZ company hosting this meeting or this event. We don't need to say hosted by Events North. <laughs> we want to be the part of the team that nobody sees. So all that is seen is that it is put on by this business and it's all this business's reputation. Uh, you're not so vain that you need to be flying your flag out there. Yeah, great stuff. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> now, I want, I want you to talk about this. Which influencers do you follow online or otherwise for your own motivation and inspiration? So I love um, Conscious Company magazine, although I think it's coming out to Conscious Company Media. I used to read Fast Company, and I found sometimes that I would get lost trying to read the article. And it, was, it wasn't touching me on a... Um, you know, on a social level. So what I talked about, being a good business owner, um, being green, making sure I take care of my employees. Conscious Company is amazing, and I've been so impressed with the publication they put out. But I also have um, real people. <laughs> uh, I am fortunate to be married to my CFO slash banker husband. He has been the rock and the source of always keeping my head up. Um, and my cheerleader, I don't have a boss. I've known to say, great job, Allison. Keep up the great work, <laughs> except for him. Awesome. Yeah, we'll be sure to link up a Conscious Company in your show notes page. That'd be great. So I'm going to shift gears here towards the end. Allison, I want to ask, do you love to win or hate to lose and why? I love to win. <laughs> <laughs> if I lose, I'm just going, well, you know. There'll be another thing. There's something else or everything happens for a reason. So I'm fine with it. But I love winning. I love, um, you know, when we're out to bid for a piece of business and we put together a proposal and we do so with integrity 
and honesty. And I'm a Rotarian, so I live by the four-way test of Rotary. You know, is it is the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? I really focus on this in everything that I do and how I run my business. And so when we win, it feels really good because we did it ethically, we did it honestly, and we did it to the best of our ability. Yeah, you win, your clients win, and your clients' guests win, right? Correct. It's Everyone's a winner all around. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Give us something actionable here. What are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day? Um, homework with kids, making dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Never really kitchen, winding down. <laughs> kitchen, no. Yeah, you know, really, usually winding down is uh, the kids are in bed, my husband and I taking a few minutes just to relax and um, binge watch a TV show. <laughs> um, or, or, you know, and the weekend, it's the weekend when we relax. We're outside a lot. It's going for hikes, going skiing, out in the boat. It's family time outdoors. That is that is my unwind. Yep, awesome. Boil this thing down for us now, Allison. What is the one thing you want to leave with our listeners today about just going for it, diving in, and succeeding as an entrepreneur like you have? I tell every single person who asks me, you know, are, are, tell me more about being a business owner. And the best thing I can say, it is the best thing I've ever done with my life other than marrying my husband and having children. Um, I, I love going to work every day. I love being my boss. I, I love taking care of employees. I love taking care of our clients. I would not be in this situation if I wasn't a small business owner. You are the master of your own universe. Great stuff. If people want to learn more about you, Allison, more about your business, and more about how you can help them with their businesses, how can they find you? Uh, eventsnorth.com. Uh, all of our contact information is located there. Awesome. We'll be sure to link that up in your show notes. This has been great. Thank you so much for joining us on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Thank you, Rob. Looking for more great audio content? Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy for a free audiobook download and access to a library of over 180,000 titles. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash Bidzy. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.